Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another Timely Tuesday Torah Talk. Tonight we have with us the big honor of having Rav Aaron Pesin Shlita. Rav Pesin is a world-renowned Rav speaker, author of over 20 Sfarim, 20 books in Hebrew and English. It is a big honor for Chazak to have the Rav with us here. Shalom Aleichem, Rav. Welcome. Aleichem Shalom. The honor and the schus is mine. It's a tremendous uh, honor to be here. I was able to see what you do and... It's quite amazing. It's inspiring. Hashem should give you koch to continue for many, many years to inspire others, to get them closer to Ribbon Shalom, and to continue to empower others, to raise the awareness that there is Ribbon Shalom, there is a Creator, and He is in charge, and we must do what He wants us to do, and then we will be rewarded and showered with an abundance, both in this world and in the next. Amen. Thank you, Rabbi, for those words of inspiration. Uh, tonight's topic is, uh, this, uh, we're going to be discussing learning from our Gudolim, from our great leaders, from our great rabbis. And Baruch Hashem, we know that the rabbi is a very close student of Rav Chaim Kanievsky Shlita, Rav Asher Weiss Shlita, Rav Victor Nevinzal Shlita, and Rav Ephraim Greenblatt Zatzal. And uh, maybe the rabbi could explain your relationship with these great gedolim, with these great rabbis. I think to summarize the relationship with these gedolim Yisrael, I would do so in, in two words. I call it siyata dishmaya. Unbelievable heavenly assistance and I don't take it for granted. Not even one day. I thank Hashem for the schut to be involved and to know these great luminaries of our nation, because I keep reminding myself of what the Gemara says in Masechet Bachot Daf Zayin. We know when we daven every single day, when we mention the words Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam, there's nothing greater than learning Torah, but it's not true. There is one thing which is greater than learning Torah, and that is what the Gemara says in Bachot Daf Zayin. Gadol Shimusha Shel Torah Yoiter Mitalmuda, to be close to a Rav. To serve Rav is greater than learning Torah. And the reason is because it's two for the price of one. You're with him and you learn how to apply the Torah that you learn and he learns into actual life. You see how he answers people, you see how he conducts himself, and therefore one must try to get close to Gedolei Yisrael. In fact, HaKadosh Baruch compared his own honor to the Talmidei Chachamim. The Pasuk says, Ez Hashem Elokecha Tira, fear Hashem. And our sages ask, Et? It seems like a superfluous world. Because the word Et always comes to include and to add something else. Whom should you fear other than Hashem? And Shimon Amsoni taught us in Masechet Psachim Dafrabet, in other three places in Shas, Et always comes to include, but he got stuck with this Et. Rabbi Akiva came and said, This Et comes. To include Talmidei Chachamim, we should fear Talmidei Chachamim. But Hashem Himself in His Torah says, we should cling to Hashem. And Chazal asks, how is it possible Hashem is compared to fire? Hashem Elokecha Esh Ochlahu, Hashem is fire. How can one cling to fire? And Chazal say, cling to Talmidei Chachamim, and it is counted as if you cling to Hashem. So it's a positive mitzvah to conduct ourselves in this manner, to try and get close to Talmidei Chachamim. It's the greatest thing one can do. You see how one really should live. You see how one should be close to Hashem. It inspires one to walk in their ways. 
Wow, Rabbi, you just inspired me. That is really, really inspiring. Everyone has to get close to all the Tamidech, I mean, all the great rabbis of our generation. And Rabbi, everyone wants to get a bracha, a blessing from these great Gedilim, these great rabbis. Can you please explain the importance of not only receiving a bracha, receiving a blessing from them, but the importance of listening to their messages as well? I think it goes hand in hand. Why do we go to Talmidich HaChamim? Why do we ask for their blessing? Why do we seek their advice? We all have what is called Nigios. We have our personal involvement and personal agenda, and we cannot think 100% clear. So we go to someone who is objective, but it's much more than that. I'll explain. Rebchaim Kanievsky's grandson once came to him. And he said, Rebbe, I get a Mazel Tov. I said, why Mazel Tov? Said, we just got a new apartment. Five-bedroom apartment. And Rebbe Chaim's first reaction was, Bidikah is going to take you so long. What do we think about when we think about a new five-bedroom apartment? Maybe a very expensive uh, mortgage. Maybe a great uh, view to the ocean. But the last thing on our mind is, Bidikah Chametz. Oh, how long is it going to take? Because in Rebbe eyes, that's all there is. Was told that there's two gigantic skyscrapers in New York called the Trade, the World Trade Center. Twin Towers, no longer here. And Reb Shlomo Zalman's first reaction was, "Oh, that's very interesting. So there could be a case that two babies are born. One is going to have to have the base, the birth Mila." Eight days later, and one nine days later. And they asked him, what do you mean? And he explained. If the first baby is born, they're born at the same time. But one of them is born on the bottom floor, and one is born on the top floor. It's two minutes before sunset. It's two minutes before Shkia. So up there, it's still not Shkia, it's still not sunset. There's plenty of time, about 10 to 15 minutes to go. Down at the bottom, it's already Shkia a long time ago. So it depends on the day when we're going to circumcise the kid. Who would think like that? A person who has, instead of blood running in his veins, he has Torah running in his veins. Gedoyle Yisrael don't have blood in their veins. They think Torah. They breathe Torah. They go to sleep with Torah, they wake up with Torah, their whole essence is Torah. So when we ask a Gadol, his advice, we ask him what to do in a certain situation, you're not getting an answer from him. You're getting an answer from the Torah itself. And if he is the representative of Hashem in this world, you're getting an answer from Rebbeinu Shalom himself. So how can you not listen to the advice? Yes, we want the blessing, the blessing is great. But when you ask the advice, you're asking the Torah itself. There is a medrash, Chazal say, "In bikashta litol eitzah, tol min haTorah." If you want to get advice, take it from the Torah. Here is a way to do it. You ask an Adam Gadol, who all he is is a walking sefer Torah. He is a sefer Torah, live sefer Torah. So ask the Torah. And Chazal also say in the midrash in Shmot Raba, "Kolonotel eitzah min azkinim einon nechshal." If you take advice. From the elders referring to Talmud HaChachamim, you will not stumble. Wow, 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 Rabbi. Uh, I must say, very, very inspiring. Uh, Rabbi, is there a common message or theme that the Gedolim, which you're close to, have relayed over to you? Is there one central message, possibly? I'll tell you a funny story. My 
My dear Rabbi, Rabbi Asher Weiss Shleta once shared with me when he became a Rav of a shul in Ramot in Yerushalayim, he went to Rabbi Yoshev Zecher Tzadik Levrocha. And he said to him, you know, I have so many different things, different tasks, and I don't know how to organize my day. He is a Rosh Yeshiva, and he's a sought-after speaker. He goes all over the world. He is the Poisek of now Shari Tzedek Medical Hospital. And he's just all over the place. He's also a Rav of a shul. And as a Rav of the shul, his congregants need him for certain shalas. How do I divide my day? What do I do? He asked the Yoshev. And the Yoshev said a very simple answer. Learn, learn, and learn. Everything else will fall into place. I think that's the common theme. Whether they say it, or whether you just see how they live. Learn, learn, and learn. Delve into Torah Every free moment that you have, when you do that, everything else falls into place. You don't have to worry about it. All that Gedele Yisrael do is try to understand HaKadosh Baruch words. That's only done in one way. Toiling in Torah. But enjoying the process. It's all about enjoying the learning. Because every day in the morning when we say, Bekota Torah, we say, Make it sweet in our mouth. If it's sweet, we want to continue. And it's so sweet. And when you feel the sweetness, you want to do it more and more, and you want to give it to others. So I think the secret is, learn, learn, and learn. And everybody has their share in the Torah that they enjoy. In Maseret Avodah Zarad, a few that we learn, that everybody has his part, his share in the Torah, and one can only learn from what his heart desires. We still have to cover a lot of material, and we have to know halacha. But then when we have extra time that we want to dedicate to a specific part in Torah, that is, has to go where your heart is. And when you do that, you enjoy the process, and all you want to do is do more. Wow, Rabbi, I must tell you that the one that is Baruch Hashem involved with so many different things, that's a very inspiring message. Unbelievable. Uh, Rabbi, as, as, as we all know, the, 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 is, the times are turbulent. It's very, very un- uncertain. Are there any special messages from these Gedolais, from these great rabbis, which are crucial for our turbulent times, which might not be as well known? I think we all heard the messages coming from Gedolai Yisrael. But the common theme is what we say in Davening Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Tshuva, Tefillah, and Tzedakah ma'avirin etoah hagezeah. There are terrible decrees that we all saw. Terrible tragedies befell Claudia Yisrael. We all felt. We felt the pain. And we cried. But how do we change it and how do we get out of it? Tshuva, when we repent. When we do some introspection and decide we really want to become better. We want to improve. We want to get closer to Riboy Neshelolam. Tefillah, when we daven. And many times when we go to daven, at the end of davening, we don't even remember what we said. Did I daven today? Check mark. Been there, done that. That's not davening. Chazal used the language tefillah belo kavana keguf belo neshama. If you daven without true intent and concentration, it's as if you didn't daven today. So we must try to concentrate a little more. Is it possible to concentrate on the entire davening? I don't know. I find it difficult myself. And in fact, I'm talking to myself. You're happening to to be listening to a private conversation. Not very nice. <laughs> But I think that we should try to get a little more kavana. The way this is done, and easier said than done, is by learning 
what the word of davening really mean. And therefore one should spend some time before davening. Take, make a, a daily routine to invest 5, 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, to learn what is it that we're about to say. When you understand what you say, it's a little easier to connect with the words of davening. And when we do daven with Kavana, HaKadosh Baruch who loves to hear a sweet, sweet voice in prayer, that's what it's all about, his children calling to him and saying, Hashem, we need you. We understand that we can't do without you. In fact, there's an amazing chidah. Rabbeinu achidah, Rabbeinu Yosef David Azulai says a remarkable thing. What is the essence of man? A man, Adam in Hebrew, spelled Aleph, Daled, Mim. And we know that in Hebrew, every letter has a revealed part a, and a concealed part. Aleph has the Aleph, as we see, that's the revealed part, but it also has a Lamed and Fei. Aleph is spelled Aleph, Lamed, Fei. So the concealed part is the letters Lamed and Fei. Let's put them aside. The next letter is Daled, and Daled is spelled Daled, Lamed, Taf. So we have Lamed and Taf as the concealed part. Let's put them aside. Adam is spelled Aleph Dalet Mem so our next letter is Mem and Mem is spelled Mem Mem so the concealed part of Mem is another Mem like it we put it aside so what's inside the Kishkes what's inside the Toch the Pnimius the inside the eternal the essence of man is the letters that form the word Mitpalel that is the essence of a Yid to connect to Hashem on the highest level through the words of prayer and the last part is Tzedakah Tzedakah is so great because Tzedakah can change the decree. Tzedakah can add life. And Tzedakah in essence says, I am like Hashem. Just like He gives to us on a regular basis. We're not even aware of it. We should do the same. And in fact, the highest level of Tzedakah is to give when the recipient is not aware of where the money came from. And the giver doesn't know who it went to. And then we really act like Hashem and we walk in His ways. And when we walk, when we, we walk in His ways, He just wants to shower us with more. So I think the secret is Tshuva, Tfila, and Tzedakah, and they immense Hashem. Ma'avirin et They will remove all bad decrees from us. Wow, Chazak inspiring, amazing Rabbi Pesson. Uh, as we all know, this program is called Tuesday's Timely Torah Talks. Uh, Rabbi, can you please leave us with some closing, inspiring remarks for our listeners, which are especially timely? If we spoke about davening, there's a very inspiring Balaturim, which I think is an unknown Balaturim. The beginning of Parashat Vayetchanan, Baal Aturim comments on the word Vayetchanan. What does Vayetchanan mean? Moshe Rabbeinu davens to Hashem. Vayetchanan el Hashem ba'eta yilemo. I'd like to go into Eretz Yisrael. I'd like to go into Israel. But Baal Aturim asks, why now? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu decide I'm going to daven and ask for Hashem specifically now? Why not in the middle of Parashat Re'eh, Shoftim Kitetze, or maybe before? Why in the Parashat Vaitranan? So we know Parashat Vaitranan is called Vaitranan based on the first word, Vaitranan, but why now? And the Baal Aturim sends us to the last Pasuk, finishing the previous Parashat, Parashat Varim. In the last Pasuk, Moshe Rabbeinu says to the nation, you're going out to fight. You're going to see the enemies. Don't fear them. Said Moshe Rabbeinu, I gave chizuk to Kalal Yisrael. Chizakti et Yisrael. Ulay yirachem alay. Six amazing words of Balatum that can really make a difference. Chizakti et Yisrael. Ulay yirachem alay. I gave Yisrael chizuk. I told him, don't fear. 
This is an opportune time to daven. I think this is what we, the message that we have to carry. If we are mechazek ourselves, if we are mechazek others, then there's a chance Hashem will listen to our prayers. That's a very propitious time. Use that time when you give chizek to others, to daven to Hashem, then Hashem, as if is, I don't want to say forced, to fulfill your words, but then it's a very, very special time upstairs. I think clinging and supporting an organization like what you have here, Chazak, is, is the best way to do that. Chizak Yisrael, this is what you do for a living. You give Chizuk to so many. In Kral Yisrael, what you do is unbelievable. So uh, apparently you have tremendous koach upstairs, and if we will support your organization, anyone who gets involved, I think clings to you, has a part in the great, great service that you do for our nation. Emet Hashem HaKadosh Baruch should give you koach to continue for many, many years to come. Amen. Chazak work, Rabbi Pesin. Mamash, inspiring. Let's take the messages to our hearts. Let's take it upon ourselves to, not only inspire ourselves, inspire others. Let's dive into more Kavanah. Let's take the lessons of of these big rabbis to heart. And we should be Zochay. We should merit to see the coming of the Gulashtima, the complete redemption. It should be speedily in our days. Amen. Chazak work, once again, Rabbi Pesin. Amazing. Very good. Amen. Amen. Amen.